0: Welcome to the Geek & Review Podcast, I'm Jeremy Pappas, alongside, as always, the Sultan of Swing, Mr. Russell Jones. Russell! Man, and I swing
1: with, uh, you know what, that's going to get me in trouble with my wife, I'm going to avoid saying anything else.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know, if you're swinging, then by definition, your wife would have to be involved. Let's talk of this subject. (laughs) So, the iPhone 5's coming out soon! Yes! Thank you, Transition Master.
1: Uh, iPhone 5,
0: God save me. uh, We're doing this podcast just a little bit late than usual because I was out of town and Russell was... Well, we won't talk about what Russell was doing.
1: Less talk, more iPhone.
0: (laughs) I was out of town, so this is a Monday and we're doing the podcast and the iPhone 5 is coming up. Also, speaking of the iPhone, much more important than the iPhone, at least as far as I'm concerned, is uh, in related news. We are now on iTunes. You can, I believe, search for us. And find us on the old uh, on the old iTunes machine. Search, subscribe, put it on your iDevices, devices. You know, do all the little i things that you i can. Indeed, you can. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and post a link now and forever in our uh, in our old. Uh, but yeah, you can search for us, and we pop right up. You. You type in Geek and & Review, and on the side, it's you have the Geek Savants, which are I don't know what, Spiriken Manga Review, which makes me ill to my stomach, and Geek and & Review Podcast. So
1: there we are. And now those of you who have been with us up until this point, and we love you, we so do, those of you up until this point can actually say, you know, and be all hipsterish, man, they were so good before they went mainstream, and now they're on iTunes, and now it's just blah. Mm-hmm. That's- also, leave comments. You know, rate us. Do all those little things that you normally wouldn't do for other people, just because we love you so, and it will help us out.
0: We do, and we'll we'll give you money. Okay. Well, my, we won't. Two out of three. Money, but but we'll do uh, we'll do whatever you want us to do. But yeah, we're on iTunes, so that's fun. And speaking of iTunes, um, in much lesser news, on the 13th, Apple is going to make a major announcement. Which could be, you know, a tablet, or I guess they could have resurrected Steve Jobs. But more likely, it's that they're coming out with the iPhone 5. Um, yeah, they they flat out have
1: confirmed that they're put that they're going to be talking about the iPhone 5, and they said iPhone 5, I believe.
0: Um, so it is they, iPhone 5, not iPhone Next or iPhone 4SQ or iPhone. Some I'm not clever enough to come up with another funny name, but iPhone, not five. It is iPhone five. So yeah, and that means more importantly for me that previous versions of the iPhone
1: will become cheaper, and thus I will be able to catch up with the previous generation once again. Because I'm still rocking a three G S, and man, let me tell you, that thing works just fine.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't uh, they didn't screw you in an update like they did so many other folks.
1: Yeah, we both have 3GSs that have been working really, really well I haven't had both, any problems
0: with updates. By we both, he means he and his wife. That's right. Both have iPhone yep. 3Ss or SGs or
1: whatever it is. And, you know, that was the thing whenever they came out, I think, with the, um, with the 3GS or with the... I can't remember exactly which version it was that came out with, but the the previous platform was so good and there were so few real, honest-to-God updates that there wasn't really a good reason to switch. And then you went to the 4 and you had a lot of things that were different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at some sometimes, at some points, I really prefer the iPhone, you know, the 3, the 3G, all those. I prefer them to the iPhone 4 in some cases. Yeah, it's got a little sharper screen. It's got a better camera. Those are the times when I'm really... Because I, I use... My iPhone and my iPad camera a lot. Mm -hmm. And those are the times when I really wish I had something a little sharper and clearer. So maybe, just maybe, I'll get my hands on a cheap iPhone 4 or, who
0: knows, might even splurge a little and pick up a 5. We won't talk about what he uses his iPhone and iPod camera for.
1: Again! Away (laughs) from the subject of the things that make me live on the couch.
0: The things... If you remember last year, and if you watched the newsroom, they mentioned this on the newsroom... Um, I do watch the newsroom. I actually have an ACN mouse pad now. Um, just so <laughs> everyone knows. I also have a news night with Will McAvoy mug, so there's also that. But um they mentioned this, this on uh, the newsroom pretty prominently. But if you'll remember when they an- announced the iPhone four, there was a somebody left one in a bar and somebody found one and yada yada yada. Well the same I well, the same thing hasn't happened. But there's a video on YouTube, which I will link to because I'm a rebel, that uh, is someone comparing an iPhone 4S along with what they claim to be an iPhone 5. Now, the iPhone 5 uh, in the video is – it's got a bigger screen and it's thinner and it has a little mini dock connector at the bottom and people are – now, let's – there are going to be a lot of people saying, this is possibly what they – okay, it's an iPhone 5. They stole one from the factory that is in some place in china they stole one from the factory and they put the video on youtube okay you you, they didn't make they didn't make this video up it's this is what it is no one will come out and say that because they don't want to be wrong but looking having watched the video this is clearly an iphone 5. um it's bigger it's thinner it has a dock at the bottom it looks pretty much exactly what you would anticipate an iphone 5 would look like Now that – you can go look at that and check it out. Or just wait until the 13th when they do the big announcement, which is going to be odd without Steve Jobs because he's usually the guy in front of everybody. But what is funny is something we talked about a couple of weeks back, which is the whole patent trademark lawsuit that's been going around uh, between Apple and Samsung. Well, what has happened is there's been all this speculation about the iPhone 5 and all of these quote-unquote leaks that a Chinese company with the worst name for a telephone ever, Phone, which sounds like – well, we won't we won't talk about what that sounds like. Phone yep. uh, has produced, based on the rumors and the leaks, quote-unquote, from Apple, what people say the iPhone 5 is going to have. Goophone has produced something called the GooFone i5 which imitates all of these design these design elements and has been patented and released before an iPhone 5. So when iPhone 5 comes out, they're 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 promising to sue Apple in China if the iPhone 5 comes out and they try and sell it there because they will be infringing on their 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 patent holdings. Which is hilarious. Yeah, very hilarious. And it was also reported by Jiz China.
1: We're going to pause for a minute so you can stop laughing and come back to the podcast. I don't, I don't know what actual happened name. to this podcast. Yeah. I
0: don't even, it's it's just, I, we were doing it on a Monday. Maybe that's it. But very. it's usually I have to click the little explicit radio because <laughs> I say the F word a couple of times, which occasionally, but now it has nothing to do. I haven't even said the F word. Uh, I've said Yet. the F-word twice, but not fuck. I've said the F-word, but not fuck. Now I've said fuck three times. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to Jiz... Jiz China reporting Goof Phone <laughs> I-5. Oh,
1: yeah. It's just, wait, wait. It's repeat g- that sentence one more time. Jiz China reporting that the Goo Phone I-5. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, all of these things are real. Words. I should
0: insert like some real slow jazz <laughs> over that. Oh yeah, or some really strange like like happy elevator music. Because that. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, Jizz China, Goophone Five, go. So yeah, they they compare the
1: two sides, and yes, they they're going to do this patent thing, and you know what, it's not going to matter a hill of beans because Apple just will steamroll over them and no one's going to notice, but it's China and they have their knockoffs and that's just kind of the way things are. I'm looking at this thing right now and, you know, it's at this point where the devices are so small and they're so whatever, that really, how big a deal is it that it's a millimeter thinner or an inch longer or whatnot? I mean, I've seen... Don't get me wrong, I've seen some bricky phones Mm -hmm. that are just, you know, they're they're ridiculously large. And I have a pretty large hand, and they feel like I'm holding, like, an Xbox controller in my hand. They're that big. For someone like my dad, who has has trouble seeing, he got uh, a Samsung Galaxy, I believe. And he can see really well because everything is big and the screen is big. So, you know, that's okay. But really, when you're talking about degrees and inches and things, I don't know. It's gonna take getting my hands on one. It's gonna take probably playing around with it at a store to really get a sense of okay, this thing is definitely faster. This thing will do more. You know, it it, it has the benefits that actually matter to me as an end user.
0: Right. I mean, no one really needs a phone that has a quarter of an inch larger screen, and it's what Apple makes its money on, which is giving it, which is making something new and shiny for you to buy. That's, That's pretty it. much their marketing plan. I mean. Right. The iPhones have not. What was the what was the latest real innovation that you saw in an iPhone? Maybe FaceTime.
1: FaceTime. Don't say Net-Net Siri.
0: Display. Don't say Siri.
1: Not Siri. Not Siri. <laughs> I mean, Siri's goofy in a way
0: and it's essentially well what was it Uh, i talk buddy or whatever it is where you could go and everyone talks to it and it learned 100 billion lines of whatever it's been around forever but uh, apple isn't on innovation anymore they're not trying to give you more things that are genuinely useful i guess retina display you you could make the make the argument that retina display i would say facetime is probably the latest innovation and to be fair Facetime wasn't something that they invented. I mean they made it they helped make it portable but but they didn't invent that They're, the iPhones now are pretty much the same as the the original iPhones. It's a little faster. they do a few other things but but by and large, it's the same phone so I mean, it's Apple's branding plan, which is this thing's new, it's shiny, it's in big quotation marks better than the iPhone three S G 100 it's it is what it is. So you're going to buy it if you want it to be pretty. And if you're not, then you'll do like you do and, and stay an iPhone and, and use an antique iPhone, <laughs> a vintage iPhone. There are two things that come out of this
1: that I wanted to touch on real quick, uh, both of which were not in our discussion pre-show. You're talking about Siri being way back when and learning all its different things. Mm -hmm. With the iPhone 5 coming out, there is another device that is getting an upgrade, but it is being re-released in this case. Mm -hmm. Furby's. I saw something about that on the news, and now they move and shit? Yeah, Hasbro is bringing the furry back, and yes, it waddles across your desk, and it has little light-up eyes, and it speaks things in its unholy strange voice that caused the Pentagon to declare that it was a national security threat.
0: Here's the thing about the Furby. The Furby frightens me on a level (laughs) that that man very rarely... uh, And the fact that they're now making it mobile scares the shit out of me. I was just watching uh, iRobot. iRobot's one of those movies that you're flipping through and you see you see Will Smith and his kind of his detective Spooner get up and you're like, well, shit, now I have to watch this whole fucking movie because it's just one of those sort of movies. You got Will Smith being Will Smithian and then the car and then the the robots and it's it's good fun. Uh, But that's how I imagine Furby's ending is a little red light comes on and they all start going wagagoo and killing everybody. Because they really are freaky little bitches. They're or, freaky little animals. Or they
1: turn into cyborg gremlins, because we all know they look like Mogwai.
0: They they really do. Mogwai! They are, uh, yeah, real, real scary. I saw that they can, like, bend at the waist now. Like, Something they have like, a waist now. Well, there's a, there's a
1: tilt inside. Right. Because they're basically a ball. Right, right, a right. There's tilt inside that causes the face to kind of tilt up and down. Uh, I'm looking over Engadget's report on it, and they actually there's apparently an app, like a translator app, mm-hmm. that you know the Furbies will talk, and then the app will translate it, listen to it, and, and spit out whatever they said. It's it's it is creepy. Let's put it we it, it is it is creepy as hell. They're,
0: they've always been creepy,
1: right? And they sold a
0: ton of these things. They sold 40 million of them in three years. And they're so the eyes are entirely LED. Yep, that makes it even creepier. Yeah. How did they? How did? How <laughs> did they make this? Cre- I found pictures of it, and okay, first of all, it's eighty bucks. What the fuck? Second of all, the per- that is so freaky. The eyes are fully LED, but they have it looks like they have lids, and oh, that is so creepy. Yep.
1: You speak to it, it learns your language slowly and over time, and then it starts saying things like, wait till you're asleep.
0: <laughs> I
1: worship the devil. Hail Satan.
0: <laughs> My god. that is the, I can't believe they're bringing back the Furby. That's like bringing yep. back the Ouija board. Yep. Wow. So anyway, about to, get, Furby? to move away from the Furby, thank you. Um, there's
1: also something else that came out that I know you would be really interested in because you love yours, and that is the new lineup of Kindle Fires.
0: I, I, I have been paying attention to the Kindle Fire HD. There are three versions. There's uh, no, I'm sorry. There are two versions. There's the Kindle Fire HD and the Kindle Fire HD 4G. Yeah. Um <laughs> That <laughs> we're. Get... We've got. I think we've reached maximum capacity on the number of just random fucking letters you can put behind the name of a product. Okay, we've reached maximum capacity. We need to we need to chill out on that. But uh, yeah, it looks interesting. I will likely not be upgrading anytime soon because my fire. Is, I mean, hell, I have had it for six months. So and you like it? I mean, you like it a oh, lot. Oh yeah, no, I, I if I. I, I like it a lot. I use it quite a bit um, but I, there's no I'm you're not gonna get me to buy another one six months after I bought the first one the first one is working perfectly well. you yeah. know so that's but that's me. I'm not the kind of guy who has to have you know I'll, I'm fine with my antique Kindle fire that's six months old. Uh, I'm not the kind of person that has to have the the newest coolest little gizmo because it's bigger and has a larger screen um it it looks it looks cool the price is still right so if you if you held off on getting a kindle fire beforehand and you want to get a kindle fire now get the new one i i i cannot recommend them highly enough it is a it is a good it's a good deal and here's the thing about it because when i've been reading a couple of tech
1: sites whenever this thing was announced the thing that they kept going on about was that, yes, this is, you know, Amazon continuing to wage war on Apple in mm-hmm. the tablet market. You know, that's a given. But the thing is, while Apple is releasing, you know, new and interest you know, new things every year or every mm-hmm. two, yeah, every year practically just to get people to keep buying their stuff, mm-hmm. Amazon just came out and said, oh, you think you're setting the rules? You, we're going to give you the exact same size tablet, you know, the 4G, the, the, uh, the four G LTE Kindle HD see see costs yeah exactly it costs four ninety nine mm-hmm. the new like iPad three and the two are very very technically similar to each other mm-hmm. so they're the closest you can compare to each other the new one of those is going to cost you seven hundred and ninety nine yep and there At are the same three time
0: Kindle Fire HDS there's the Kindle Fire HD which yeah. is two hundred there's the yep. Kindle Fire HD eight point nine inch which is a larger screen and yep. then there's that in four G.
1: Yeah, you got it in Wi-Fi, you got it in, in 4G, you've got it in, basically any way you want your Kindle, you can get it, including right. the original, you know, plain e-ink version that'll be sixty-nine dollars. Well, that's not fire, but that's just a regular. No, a regular no, that's Kindle. the original Kindle, yeah. but that's just it. They have this. They, have, they now have a huge line of ways, mm-hmm. and this is this is the core thing to Amazon's strategy. They they have always been about we have content Mm -hmm. and we're going to give you as many different ways to get to that content as possible so that there's really no excuse for you not to own our stuff if you like our content apple on the other hand gives you something but then there's the question of okay what are we supposed to do with it
0: right that's always been apple doesn't have content and anytime they've tried to produce content it's always fallen on its face
1: right and they're you know the Actually, if you want to look at a similar problem, look at Nintendo and the Wii and Nintendo 3DS. And, you know, they put these crazy things out there, and then they put a stranglehold on third-party developers trying to get the stuff made for them because they all have to play by Nintendo's rules. Mm -hmm. And then there's nothing useful to play on it, so you wound up, you know, playing Wii Sports on the, the Wii whenever you had it for the past three or four years and practically nothing else. And then finally they come along and say, Okay, we're getting the Wii U. And I'm like, why do I want this? There is nothing on it that I want to play. There's nothing interesting. You know, I'm not gonna get a Halo. I'm not gonna get a Grand Theft Auto. So why should I bother buying the Wii U? That's the problem with Apple stuff in some cases. I mean you they've built a base now for apps. You know, you know that there's gonna be apps and the people are mm-hmm. gonna make them, but you don't know, you know, what kind of stuff there is gonna be out there. It's it's kind of wide open. With Amazon, you know what you're getting. You know what's on Amazon and what's available. They have a huge bit of content, and that is going to be their core message, and that's going to be their big hook. They're going to say, "You want to read books? Get a Kindle or the new Kindle Paper Light. You know, it's it's lit better. The Paper Light's lit. It's a backlit screen, but it it doesn't come off as glarey, which is my big problem trying to read things off a screen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you can actually, you know, take this thing out somewhere and read it
0: that you wouldn't necessarily be able to read your Kindle. Um, and both the Kindle Paperwhite and the Kindle Paperwhite 3G are under 200 bucks. Exactly. You know,
1: all the price ranges, all the different ways that you could consume content, they've got you covered. And that's their strategy, as opposed to Apple, who is, you're going to buy our big expensive thing, and we'll give you an even more expensive price point.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like Apple makes cars, Kindle makes cars, and roads.
1: Yeah to an extent.
0: Apple makes you a really nice car, but it can't create you but it can't create a road. App, Amazon is doing the car that's really nice and gives you a place to play in your car, which is I think why they're being successful. I mean, a lot of people there was some question as to how successful Kindle the Kindle Fire was. Well, they've come out with another one 6 months later, so it must have been successful enough because Amazon doesn't really do things that aren't successful. Yeah. They they have no problem cutting that off quick fast and in a hurry so i'm uh, i'm looking forward to it you know maybe when the next kindle comes out maybe around christmas uh then i might consider upgrading um but i'm i will likely not get uh, a kindle fire hd maybe i'll get a kindle fire hd too or a kindle fire 3d whenever this comes out
1: if i were to upgrade at all i would probably buy the paper the paper white mm-hmm. and try that and because we have the original kindle Mm -hmm. because macy loves the e-ink and she loves that it's not a lit screen you know you know all the little things that made it really cool like it doesn't consume power while it's on or sitting there because it just changes everything on the screen and that's all the power it uses and it stops right it is there to read things and we read a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. especially her because she's getting her phd this weekend I decided, you know what? I've got a massive headache. I don't want to sit down and look at my computer anymore because I, I'm tired of that. I'm going to buy. I, I want to. I want to read a book, and I decided I'm going to go ahead and read. You know, the new. Uh, the I think Tides of War novel from for Warcraft, the Jane of Proudmore novel, mm-hmm. and there it was on Kindle, cheap. Bought it, downloaded it in a few seconds. I sat down and you know, and I read the whole thing in one sitting, just because that's the kind of way I read. But still. That is the power of the Kindle mm-hmm. and Amazon's content. So if if I had if I didn't have the iPads from work, if I didn't have anything else, and if I was just now getting into the into the I you know, I tablet whatever market, <laughs> I would really be tempted to pick up a Kindle fire. The Nexus tablet also looks really good from Google. Mm-hmm. You know, those two things pique my interest the most the ipad the windows tablet those things i I, i'm just not that you know i'm not buying what they're selling at this point right in
0: my life i mean amazon really does they they do things that i that people connect with for instance on the 4g lte kindle fire 4g is 49.99 for a full year
1: yeah, that also blew my mind. It's like, "Oh, your data plan
0: covers you for the entire year." That's less than $5 a month. Yep. That's crazy. That's just crazy. That's the kind of
1: thing I'm talking about. They're like, "Nope, you don't write the rules."
0: And we I I love it. We sell it. I love it. It's a it's a good I'm glad that Amazon is there. Now Amazon is by no means a perfect company, but I'm glad Amazon is there. That's what we're going to that's what we're gonna see as far as innovation, because if Amazon wasn't there, Apple would sell iPhone Eleven that would be exactly like the iPhone five except the screen would be triangular you know they're they're just making the very smallest tweaks they need to make to sell a new you know whatever the sound is better on this one this one's thinner, this one's bigger, but yet smaller you know so no.
1: Now all Amazon has to do is make sure they don't bevel their edges, call anything, face,
0: whatever, and don't add little swipes and pinches on their screens, and they right. <laughs> They still won't be good. Yeah. Uh, Apple will find some way of suing them, or somebody will, at the very least. That's the, uh, it's just the world we live in. Oh, hold on, breaking news.
1: GooFone is going to make a uh, Zamamon tablet.
0: Oh my god, really? No. Oh, see, you had me. I had you. You had me. When do we, And when do we get breaking news? <laughs> oh my god, breaking news that I just <laughs> found, though I have no way of finding it. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I should be drinking far heavily. Uh, for, far heavier than I am currently. So, there's this movie. Um, Jeremy Renner, a.k.a. Hawkeye, and Gemma Arterton, a.k.a. that girl on the internet that you've lusted after repeatedly, are in a movie called Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Yep. Uh, I'm going to link the the trailer in the podcast page. The trailer... Okay. uh, Watching the trailer, my brain goes, you really shouldn't like this movie. But then another part of my brain goes, this is going to be awesome! (laughs) It's the same (laughs) part of my brain that was like, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, this is going to be awesome! (laughs) It's... Or uh or Van Helsing. This is gonna be awesome. Yep. He just sits in the back and, and he's amused by things like this. Watch the trailer and I know there are mo- there are moments that uh, that it's genuinely bad. When you see it and you think it's that sort of class of movie. It's the uh it's Jonah Hex, it's yep. Van Helsing, it's that sort of movie.
1: It, th- this practically could be called Van Helsing too. It could. The Van Helsinger. <laughs>
0: Van Helsing and his sister.
1: Followed by Van Helsing 3, The Van Helsingist.
0: (laughs) Van Helsing 2, Transylvania Boogaloo. Um, Honestly, I will say this. The idea behind the movie, as far as I'm concerned, is extremely clever. I love the idea. And that's part of why I liked abraham lincoln vampire hunter because it's got it's a real clever idea a lot of people will look at it and go that's just stupid well that's not a good way to approach anything but the the idea behind it is clever it's we know the the story of Hansel and Gretel Hansel and Gretel the two little german kids they're they're crapping around the forest they see a house made of candy they're like well this is normal let's fucking go inside and they go in and there's a lady who feeds them and they think this lady is great they've clearly never watched 80s after school specials And then the lady tries to cook them, because obviously she's a witch, who the fuck else would have a house made out of candy, and then they push her in the oven and they roast her, and that's the end of this crazy German fairy tale. Now, it's... I don't honestly know what the moral of that story is. Uh, don't talk to strangers, and if you do, hope that there's a large roaring oven nearby. Yeah. Uh, don't eat too many sweets. Not entirely certain, uh, but it's the Germans. So what can you do? Uh, but this Inter- interesting fact about Hansel and Gretel. You actually got one part of the thing wrong.
1: They were abandoned in the woods by their family.
0: I didn't know that yep well that hansel makes gretel, it make even less sense
1: children of a poor woodcutter when a great famine settled over the land the woodcutter's second abusive wife took the children into the woods and left them there to fend for themselves so that she and the husband wouldn't starve to death
0: that is the original hansel and gretel i did not so what the hell is the? okay uh, getting away from the fact that there's a movie coming out what the hell is the point of the story then I mean, well, A, the kids aren't bright because you go and you're in the clearing. You're like, oh, it's a famine, but there's a house made out of candy. Your your bullshit meter should start pinging. <laughs> like, okay, something here is not kosher. Um, but uh, beyond that, like, there's no. it's not like an Aesop's fable. I mean, an Aesop's fable with the wolf and the chicken and the wolf is going to go across the river with the chicken and the wolf turns around and they both die. There's a moral to the story. I probably have that that completely wrong there's a there's a moral to the story or maybe it was a war, wolf riding on a turtle i don't remember um i think it was a wolf riding on a turtle um there's you know a moral about, to the story. The
1: scorpion and the turtle
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't know it might have been a fox and a fish not entirely certain but there's aesop's fable they have they have just just trust me um, yeah
1: the, you have aesop's fables you've got Grimm's fairy tales these were not fun happy
0: disney times well no but they had a point what's the point behind hansel and gretel their life sucks they something good seems to happen they discover something unlikely and good seems to happen they discover a cottage made out of candy of course inside the cottage made out of candy the nice old woman is a witch who wants to cook them and eat them and then they kill the witch eating children is bad But then it would have to be told from the point of view of The Witch, which makes it a whole different story. Uh, I'd so pay to watch that, actually. I've just finished with my house made entirely out of candy. Where did now the, I'm going to the... put my DVD in the mail to the Food Network. I'm getting my own show for certain. What's that? It's a knock the at the door. What now? Where
1: did The Witch come from? Why does she, you know, <laughs> the... confectionary architecture? Where does that even come from? That's true. You know, why why children? Why, you know, why fatten them up first? Is she barbecuing? Are we talking about a smoking? I mean, really? How do you how do you arrive at that point? What's her motivation?
0: I see this is as I was saying, I think she was getting ready for her own show show on the Food Network. She discovers somebody is eating her house that she's just spent all this time making. So she doesn't really want to eat them. But as a witch, her hands are kind of tied so Uh, conventions
1: and precedents
0: exactly it's like that old robert schimmel joke if you're out in the ocean and you're approached by a shark punch him in the face and the shark will leave you alone well what happens if you punch the shark in the face and he goes hey i wasn't even gonna do anything well i have to now there are other (laughs) sharks watching it would look bad (laughs) it's kind of that sort of thing so anyway back to this movie um tangent aside it's the, the movie is what happens afterward the, the the kids they get this witch they shove the witch into the oven the witch dies but this leads on to a lifetime of hey let's kill witches and they become witch hunters so that's not a terrible idea i think it's kind of interesting actually because that makes sense i mean you create to look at this from kind of comic book standards You've created this world in which witches exist, (laughs) and they try to lure children in. Why shouldn't there be a superhero type that would kill the witches? You would think that, you know, and they're familiar with witches. It's essentially like Blade. Blade is a vampire. He's familiar with vampires, so he fights vampires. And
1: the only gripe I have with this is that, just judging from the trailer... Hawkeye misses far more often than he really should. I mean, from okay,
0: a well, from an actual first of all, you can't just assume he's Hawkeye. He's he's he is an actor. That's how you know that the Avengers was that good a movie. <laughs> People are going to because everybody that's who they are now. Oh no, he's not Jeremy Renner. That that he's Hawkeye. And anytime he's in a movie and he misses anything, that's going to become an image macro on the internet immediately thereafter. Um, but yeah. It, that I mean, there's a lot of heavy machinery. There's a lot of heavy weapons. It's really hard to tell what and when the thing is is set. You think at first that it's set kind yeah. of changes, and then they're uncovering automatic weapons, and not like wild wild west automatic weapons, but actual you know off the factory Smith and Wesson automatic weapons. See when they got to the witch and the
1: chain gun. The minigun—that was when I went. Okay, hold up a minute, because Van Helsing, I kind of bought because he had you know this Gatling gun that fired crossbow bolts, and that was freaking awesome. And he had these other steampunkish style, you know, uh, weapons that were developed by um, Faramir, actually. <laughs> this this <laughs> Q-like uh, monk, you know, I can't remember the actor's name, save my life. But yeah. That kind of made a little bit of sense. But here, if we're talking about similar time periods, you know, Great Famines, Mm -hmm. Middle European Transylvanian
0: style machine guns. Really? Well, uh, to be fair, we've only seen the trailer. So let's avoid making rash minutiae decisions until we've seen the movie, which we will do. Right. But I will say this. The one thing that will bother me the most is that it looks like they've worked to put this movie in Germany. And Jeremy Renner doesn't even attempt a German accent. He is (laughs) as American as apple pie and Uncle Sam and uh, diabetes. (laughs) He is American. uh, Which, you know, suspension of disbelief. It would be worse if he were trying to do a German accent, because then everyone, the only thing they would talk about is that his terrible German accent. I understand that. Yeah. Um, But still, everyone else is going to have kind of a German accent, and he's going to have absolutely none. It's like, where the hell did Hansel go? Now, it would be nice if they they wrote him into going to the United States at some point in time to train. Um, Yeah,
1: yeah. And that's where they brought all the weapons back from Smith and goddamn Weston himself.
0: There you go. See, we just fixed a plot hole that may or may not exist in a movie that won't be out until the beginning of next year. You're welcome. Wow. On that note, I think we're going to go ahead and have to sign off on this here podcast.
1: <laughs> well, actually, before we do, talking about Van Helsing always brings up my favorite Hugh Jackman story of all time. I, I didn't realize you had a favorite Hugh Jackman story of all. Time. No seriously, the, there is an actual logical thought progression that comes from this. Let's- so Hugh Jackman while on the set of Van Helsing took tap dancing lessons. He had a production that was coming up on Broadway, he needed to learn how to make ta- how, to, how to tap and you know everything and they um they had this, you know, like Polish, I think, tap Director Camp come in, who didn't speak a lick of English, he only spoke three words, yes or good, bad, tap, and that was it.
0: so while he's that doing seems, van Helsing okay, that seems like m- multiple things spring to mind first of all, does he have to learn tap while he's doing Van Helsing? can he not have like a little b- second of all, are there no other tap instructors in the world then the tap instructor who only knows the three words in English? Because well, that seems like that, that would make learning to tap.
1: Filming Van Helsing.
0: Well, well, that 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 seems to me like it would make it more difficult. what well, it would make it more difficult to learn how to tap while shooting a supernatural movie than than need be. Could we not fly somebody in there? to t- Anyway, I guess Greg Hines was busy. But continue. But no, that's it. I mean, that was that story. That was the, that story. Was the whole had, story?
1: That was the whole story. He had to learn how to tap because he had these things coming up on Broadway, and, you know, there was no time, so he had to learn to tap while shooting Van Helsing, and the only guy they could get who was available was this, you know, he couldn't speak any English, and all he could say was, good, bad, tap.
0: That was your favorite Hugh Jackman story. Well, come on. That's not really even a story. <laughs> that's just a fun fact. It's that's, an anecdote. It's, it's not an anecdote. It's a... It's a, it's, it's like, that's like Snapple facts. <laughs> I thought there was, I genuinely thought there was something else coming. Like you were gonna say, so he was practicing during an outtake at some point in time, and it turns out that his what I, I'm, I'm blown away that we took the time, probably a minute, and that what well, wasn't even a, that wasn't even a. Sh- Okay. The fact, the, pod- the fact that you're continuing to be blown away by this is amusing. <laughs> the podcast is over now. Um, as always, your music is op-prop featuring Esit. Check them out on UHort.no. Search for us on iTunes, or just go to the link in the podcast page and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, you can also... As, I know. <laughs> you can also send us an email, as Russell has so uh eloquently uh reminded me our email address is girpodcast at gmail.com you can also look how 21st century we are you can also send us tweets on the Twitter. we are at girpodcast thanks for listening jizz china goo phone i5
1: dropping the mic <laughs>